All right, everybody, welcome to BO Boys for Sunday, October 16th. Fuck it, it's a raw feed. We're doing it live. I'm Clayton. Yeah, I'm Pat. And Clayton, it is Halloween weekend. Not the holiday, but the movie. And Halloween ended this weekend. So why don't you tell everyone exactly how Halloween ended with a little plow for the weekend, the Halloween ends weekend of Friday, October 14th. Your new number one movie, Halloween Ends, made $41.2 million in its first weekend. Number two, Hanging Tight, Smile, made $12.4 million, down only 33%. It dropped 47 theaters. It's at $71.1 million in its third frame. Number three, Lyle Lyle Crocodile made $7.4 million, down 35%. It is at $22.7 million in its second frame. Number four, The Woman King made $3.7 million, down only 29%. It hemorrhaged 777 theaters. It is at $59.7 million in its fifth weekend. Number five, Amsterdam. $2.8 million, down 55%. It is at $11.9 million in its second weekend. And doesn't it feel so long ago that Amsterdam opened? Mm -hmm. It it had to have been a few months, right? Yes, it feels like it. No, it was last weekend. Wow. Wow. And and one thing, Clayton, you and I went to see a movie this weekend. Uh, We saw Tar. Yes. Because we're coastal elites and we were allowed to see it now. And one of the trailers before Tar was for a Margot Robbie starer called Babylon. Mm-hmm. And we watched that trailer. And the first thing we did is we had some nervous shivering because it, it reminded us of Amsterdam. Yeah. So a little, a little preview of what we might be talking about or will be talking about sometime in December when Babylon opens. We were getting Amsterdam vibes from that movie, and that is not what you want. A movie that is, that is not ideal. Reportedly going to lose the studio a hundred million dollars. Amsterdam is. Amsterdam, yes. yes. Yes, yes. Babylon has not lost them anything yet. Yes. Now we need to get to Halloween ends, but I do have to call out two movies at the bottom okay. of this top ten right now. Number Go nine, Terrifier Two. Mm-hmm. A movie we talked about last weekend had a small opening, and it made a little bit under a million. Well, guess what? It's up 6%. It made $850,000 in 700 theaters. It even lost theaters. It lost 186 theaters. It's at $2.2 million in its second frame. This thing, people Mm -hmm. love. People are vomiting. Yep. At this, they're passing yes. out, and I know. Listen, this is a. This was like uh, all the way back in the in the earliest times. People would promote their movies by saying, "It'll make you faint. It'll make you puke. Barf bags and stuff." I'm hearing yep. this is legit. So you're okay. You, this is not just promotional barf. You, Terrifier two is 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 causing real barf, real vomits out there. That's that's the, what you're hearing from your sources. I'm hearing that, but I'm also seeing that there are barf bags made. So that's also okay. so we'll see. We'll see how many. If you went to Terrifier two and you puked, please email us. 
Yes, yes. Uh, the Bo Boys Podcast at gmail.com. If you are a terrifier to barfer, first person account, whether you're the barfer or you sat in the vicinity of a barfer at one of these terrifier to screenings, please tell us. I mean, this is intel that would be so important for us to get out there because the studios and the the, the people who make terrifier too yeah they're going to want to get that legend out there that people are barfing but if we could have real confirmation that this film is causing people to vomit or to pass out or to pass out in their own vomit mm-hmm. i mean that which is the equivalent i think to that's a modern two thumbs up and if you pass out in your own vomit, if you are somebody who has listened to this episode and are going to see Terrify or two, and you're mm-hmm. sitting there and you're watching this movie and you feel like you're going to vomit, mm-hmm. pull out your phone, tape that stuff and, and, and record your vomiting because we will play it on the air. Yes, yes, yes. We'll play that on the air. I mean, I, I have a Twitter. I'll amplify it by by tweeting out that video. Mm-hmm. So yes, if you're if you're heading to a, a Terrifier two screening, whether you vomit or you see or smell vomit in the in the auditorium or in the vomitorium, uh, as it were, let us know the Bo Boys Podcast at gmail dot com. I mean, the dollars on Terrifier two are fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, for this budget, so it's budget to to. To dollars ratio is incredible. Its budget to vomit ratio it seems to be out of this world. To it's cause momentous. that much vomiting for that small of a budget, Terrifier Two is doing great. I mean, it, like you said, it lost theaters and it still made more money uh, uh, than it did the weekend before. Its per screen average or per theater average this week was twelve hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. That is higher than the following films. Terrifier 2's per theater average is higher than that of Bros, three times higher than that, uh, higher than Barbarian, which has been out for six weeks now, twice as high, almost twice as high as Don't Worry Darling. It's higher than Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. And Terrifier 2 and Amsterdam both came out the same weekend, last weekend. And more people per theater want to see and vomit at Terrifier 2 than see and vomit at Amsterdam. I mean yeah. that that's that's incredible. So good good on Bloody Disgusting, which is the distributor of this film, and good on the filmmakers of Terrifier 2. I mean Clayton, we we got to see this. Yes, I do think we have to see this. Uh, yeah. I, at this point, the first one's on Tubi and I watched it. Okay. And boy howdy is it it's bloody. It's a thing. It's it's pretty it, gnarly. Wow. Okay, so I may have to watch this tonight on Tubi. Watch the first one on Tubi, and then let me know if you want to go Terrifier 2. Oh, my God. This is huge. I mean, that that's the thing about, you know, and listen, you know, I, I always advocate, come out to New York City, see if it's for you. But, you know, that's the thing about living on the coast is we go see Tar and you know a, a high-minded movie about the, the the art and musical world and then we could go right next door to another screening room and we could puke all over ourselves watching terrifier 2 absolutely so, you know high rent we deal with rats and such but you could have a double bill of tar and terrifier 2 so you know new york new york so, and then really quickly, because we've got to get to Halloween ends, number gotta, 10, Top gotta. Gun Maverick. And I'm just calling that out because Top Gun Maverick is again in the top 10. It's mm-hmm. leapt over things like Bullet Train, 
things like DC League of Super Pets, all of these movies that have been at way less than it. Yep. And it Incredible. is at, at number 10. So people are still waiting to see this movie. And it has a per theater average bigger than bros. So here we go. I mean, I think in the next couple of weeks, Top Gun Maverick, which has been out for 21 weeks, has been on PVOD for over a month now. Mm-hmm. Uh, a month and a half at this point. Top Gun Maverick, I think, is going to leap over bros probably next weekend, right? It's going to, yes. I think next weekend, Top Gun Maverick makes more than bros. I think we'll see a day when Top Gun Maverick probably is higher in the the rankings than Don't Worry Darling. And then, and Amsterdam. I think those are two movies that will sink below Top Gun Maverick in the next few weeks. And Terrifier 2 and Barbarian, because once Halloween's over, those will those will start dropping back. Yeah, and uh, Terrifier I mean, the, 2 is limited, so we don't know how long it's going to stay, but it's go it's it's staying because people are going. Yeah, uh, that's incredible. That's incredible. I mean, I think you got to keep Terrifier 2 in theaters through Halloween weekend. Let people pass out in their own vomit through that weekend, and then you could put it on PVOD and let them vomit at home. Nice. And speaking about vomiting at home, mm-hmm. Halloween ends $41.2 million. Now, I want to say, I yes. pretty much nailed this. People were saying 50. People were saying this thing was going to be big. And I said, it's going to look like it's going to open big because mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to go Thursday night. Mm-hmm. But then it's going to mm-hmm. start going down and going down. And I said, mm-hmm. it could be high 30s. Or low 40s, and look where we are, 41.2. Yeah, you nailed it. I think I said 44. I mean, we were both, on our weekend preview episode, we were both underneath the estimates on this one. We both knew that this was going to, quote unquote, tank. I mean, tank compared to estimations. The thing is, 41 million for a movie with a 30 million budget. It's a huge opening weekend. It's just... You know, the people did not like the second one and they don't like this one. And yeah. It just was trending down. And I don't want to I don't want to act like I'm gloating mm-hmm. because nobody ever succeeds by accurately predicting failure. OK, exactly. I would mm-hmm. much rather have been completely wrong the other way mm-hmm. that this thing mm-hmm. opens to 55. This opens to 56. Yep. But at the end of the day, it's not going to happen. And you're going to – this is where, this is a cut the shit moment, okay? Okay. Wow. You're going to read a lot of articles saying Peacock cut into this movie deeply. Mm-hmm. As deep as Michael Myers has cut into babysitters. Mm-hmm. Very deep. But that is not the case. Mm-hmm. What tanked this film was word of mouth. Mm-hmm. It got a yeah. C plus cinema score, and that's horrible. And I know that's there's bad. D's and F's and all that stuff, but for a movie like this, it's the lowest of the trilogy. Mm-hmm. It's the lowest Halloween since cinema score became a thing. Wow. The the com score had a very low recommend. The stars mm-hmm. were, it was like a 2.5 star movie. This is not a liked movie. And people told their friends, do not go see this movie. Mm-hmm. Go see Smile, do something else, or watch it on Peacock. 
Yep. That is something that they said, but the Peacock would not have been as big if this was a movie people wanted to see because teenagers want to be in the theater. They want to see gore. They want to enjoy a Halloween movie. They don't want to be at home trying to figure out what their parents' Peacock password is. Right, right, right. Which is how college students are watching Peacock. Yes. Is they're trying to guess, you know, uh, what their dad's password is going to be. Yeah. Which which dad uncle, you know, the dad has as their Peacock password. Or which, like, Patriot Super Bowl was Mm -hmm. their dad's favorite. Like, is it Brady 2004, you know? Or or did he name it after the dog? Mm-hmm. Is that how I'm going to get into Peacock? Is is it is it the dog's name one two three, or is it their address? That's probably their address. That yeah, the college kids eventually. I think though they gave up before they got to that point because they just didn't care to watch the movie that much. You know, this is not the kind of movie that's going to make someone go to their third or fourth login attempt on Peacock. They're going to mm-hmm. try once. They're going to be like, oh, it wasn't the the name of dad's old dog. And you know what? Forget I heard this movie sucked anyway. And that's the big problem with this this new Halloween trilogy. Everyone loved the first one. Mm-hmm. But then that second one, Halloween Kills, people did not like that movie. And anytime you had, you know, sequels usually suffer from the bad reviews and bad uh, uh, audience uh, reception to the previous movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's Scott Mendelson famously calls it the Tomb Raider trap, but that's usually when a sequel is good, but the first movie was a hit and disliked, so the sequel suffers at the box office. This is not that case because the sequel was bad, people didn't like that, and then this new one, Halloween, ends, has even worse word of mouth than any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's just a movie that, you know, uh, it it it, you know, he, here's the thing though, and this is another thing that I, I've been hearing Scott Mendelson talk about and write about this weekend, is that usually with these sort of reboot trilogies or or you know these the these bringing back an IP for a trilogy. It usually is this pattern where the first movie is huge. You know, that's your uh, Star Wars Force Awakens. That is your Jurassic World is gigantic opening weekend. And then the second movie is a dip. You know, uh, Last Jedi was a dip from Force Awakens. Jurassic World 2 was a dip from that first one. And then the third one kind of falls off a cliff. And that's what happened here. You know, it's like people were interested in Halloween 2018. And by the time you get to this third one, who really cares anymore? Yeah. And I think, listen, we're not critics, huh? So there's a lot to talk about on that aspect of it. And we can't focus on that because that's not really important other than it's a factor. The fact that this is a disliked movie is mm-hmm. a big factor that is not being talked about because everybody yes. wants to plant their flag on the I'm for this streaming day and date or I'm against her or whatever. That's what the battle is. And yes, do we love theatrical? Do we think 
almost all movies should go theatrical, yes. But the strategy has to be smart, and this strategy just isn't smart. And it was a hedge-betting by Universal. They knew they had a movie that people would not love. And so this was a way to say, well, look how many people watched a Peacock. And and to make which up which they haven't for, said yet. Well, there there is room. They're trying to spin it that way. They're spinning it that mm. way. It's happening. You're going to see the numbers. You're going to see Samba TV is going to come out with their numbers, and then Peacock is going to come out with their numbers because it's the only way to save this. And listen, it's still profitable. The thing made for it made its budget back in its first weekend. Like any movie would die to have that. This movie's going to probably drop like a stone next weekend but if it if it drops 70 that means it's still gonna make like fifth what 15 so this thing's gonna be it's gonna end up at 70 or in the 60s so that's still profit yes the budget was 30 so if if halloween ends up at 70 million domestic it is more than double this budget which means it'll be fine and then it's gonna it will have a few people signing up for peacock but peacock is not the important thing like you you're degrading these franchises by having them associated with a streamer that is failing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Though, does it? Let's look at this Halloween IP overall. I think in the end it doesn't matter because Halloween will be rebooted mm-hmm. in 10 years or less. 10 years or less. Less than 10 years. Yeah. Less than 10 years. I agree. It'll be it'll be rebooted before 2030, mm-hmm. and it'll be a different filmmaker, and they'll say we're going to make one movie or three movies, whatever they announce. And Michael Myers is back, and no one will care that they didn't like Halloween Kills or Halloween Ends. It won't matter. Mm-hmm. It won't matter whether this was on Peacock or not. Peacock won't exist. When the next Halloween movie that when the reboot comes out, that is my prediction is that in the next within the next 10 years, there'll be a new Halloween reboot. And when that happens, Peacock will have been gone for several years at that point. So the Peacock stink on these Halloween sequels won't matter. It'll be a footnote. It'll be a trivia question at bar trivia, but it will not affect those movies. And that next Halloween movie will open up to $50 million because people will be like, wow, it's been so long since we saw Michael Myers and Laurie Strode played by whoever. And I still stick by, this is not Jamie Lee Curtis's last time in a Halloween movie. I stick by that. I don't care how old she is. I don't care that there is closure. I do not care. She will show up in some capacity in a new Halloween movie. It will happen. But can Mm. we put... Can we put a knife in the back of day and date? Can we say that it does not work? I mean, I think it's a, it seems like such a pointless uh, way of doing things at this point. It made sense, obviously, at the height of the pandemic Mm -hmm. or in that first couple of months. But even then, even then, the thing we always argued for was if you're going to do day and date, it should be theater plus PVOD. Yes. It shouldn't be theater plus a streamer that you subscribe to. Mm-hmm. You know, and even at this point, our thought is always windows, even if they're very short windows and theatrical should have a window. But if you're going to do day and date, 
do it as PVOD. I mean, I always thought, and this seems like something that has been completely disregarded by Disney. There was that short period when they were doing day and day, you know, with Black Widow and a few movies in 2021. Oh, in Premier Access. Mulan was Premier Access, right? Cruella. Yes. Premier Access. Where it would be PVOD through their streamer. Yes. So, you know, when Cruella came out in May 2021, it was in theaters. Plus, you could rent it, you know, for $30 through Disney+. Plus meaning they got all of that money directly. It's not on Apple TV or Amazon or Vudu or any of those. I think there's value in that version of day and date. Absolutely. You know, like if Halloween would have been in theaters, plus Peacock subscribers could buy it that day for $30 through Peacock, sure. There's value in that. I think the in theaters plus it's also just on some streamer that you could just you know fish a password for and watch it that night i i I don't see the value there i don't think these movies really drive subscribers they just drive people to guess their parents logins excellent absolutely now let's let's talk about this article that we uh, that came out Mm -hmm. in deadline Mm-hmm. About started freaky, as a Twitter thread. Yes, now start, it's an article. As all articles tend to do, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Freaky director Christopher Landon calls out studios for day and date releases after Hollywood. I mean, sorry, Halloween ends box office results. Now mm-hmm. he is the director and writer of Freaky, but he also did movies that we really enjoyed, which yeah. were the Happy Death Day films. Yes, yes. He directed both of them, and he wrote and directed the second one. And then I think he's written a bunch of the Paranormal Activity movies. So he's he's a, a successful horror guy. All right. So do we want to read some of these tweets? Go for it. Yeah, read them. I would say, why don't you read them from the article rather than from Twitter? Because it's just so much easier to read things in an article. Oh, I'm in the article. Of course. So Old school. Oh, I feel another rant coming on today. It's the day and date release strategy for Halloween end. Stop doing this, please. It doesn't work. Studio, stop gambling with filmmakers and their movies to try and prop up your fledgling streaming services. This happened to me on Freaky and it destroyed us. We worked so hard to make a fun movie. Blood, sweat, and tears. Months away from our families and for what? They love to use the term two bites with the apple, but that's just another way of saying we're going to use your movie as a guinea pig for our streaming service. Sorry, I beg the studio not to do this. Either circle the wagons and protect it for theatrical or just go all in on streaming. Don't split hairs. At least the Halloween folks were made whole. Don't know what that means. We got hosed. So yeah, bitter subject, PTSD. And then he ends it with, Dear Studios, stop trying to S2Ds at the same time. Honor the sanctity of the theatrical experience and rant. Okay, so first of all, I'm actually going to give that a clap. Okay, because he's saying he's saying what we said. We're all on the same page. Day and date doesn't work. Put it in theater. So now for the the uh, the the part he said where he's like, at least the Halloween folks were made whole. So what happened? What he means there is. The creative team at uh, for Halloween, you mm-hmm. know, David Gordon Green, Blumhouse, 
I'm going to guess Danny McBride, who is a writer-producer on these movies. The great Danny McBride. Um, great Danny McBride. Great man. They, I'm pretty sure, got paid cash money, greenbacks, moolah, mm. for, uh, for the fact that NBC Universal was putting Halloween kills and then Halloween ends day and date on Peacock. So they got cash payouts because the assumption was if you do this, it's going to cost us money in theatrical. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jason Blum, Dan McBride, David Gordon Green, they've all got points on theatrical. Yes. So they were made whole. Uh, you know, we we saw this a lot with when Warner Brothers dropped the 2021 slate on HBO Max. Oh, yeah. They made everybody you know, they whole. Made everyone whole, giant payouts to all those big writer, uh, you know, stars and directors and such. And so Christopher Landon, I think his situation with Freaky, he was not made whole when Universal in November of 2020, because that's Mm -hmm. when that movie came out. So like pre-vaccination, height of the, you know, pandemic box office, um, his movie was both at home and in theaters and he didn't get, and he's probably someone who does get points on his yeah. movies. He's not a, a giant name director, but he's established. So I'm sure he gets points from the box office. And I would guess based on his language there, he didn't get that cash payout for well, that. So, that's why Scarlett Johansson sued Marvel, if you remember. Yes. Uh, and I'm talking remember. to you as in the, the audience. And they remember. Yes, because of the premiere access uh, yep. siphoning money from the box office where she would have gotten money on that, where she would yep. have been made whole. She did not yes. get made whole. I'm assuming that they were able to come to some sort of agreement where she is now made whole. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson has been made whole by Disney. They, they, the lawyers got involved and, and they hold her. Now I agree with everything he has to say here, except yes. for, I mean, uh, Except for, I will say, if he would have stopped with Honor the Sanctity of the Theatrical Experience and Rant, the thing about Essing 2Ds, I, I think it takes away its course. I mean, it okay, shows- Okay, you don't the like cor- the vulgarity It shows there. the coarsening of society, right? Right, right, uh, right, right I right. think he could have said, stop trying to please two masters, possibly. I mean, or- I think, here's the thing. This is someone- who had not been made whole. Okay. And if you are someone who has not been made whole, you are going to drop some vulgarities. Okay. You know, like right now, we are two B.O. boys who are both whole. Yeah. But if either of us needed to be made whole, I think there there is a chance even us as, as seasoned broadcasters would possibly get vulgar. So Yeah, yeah. I can't fault him there. Here is one thing that I think we have to do is we've got to make a little correction here. Okay. And and because I don't know if, you know, he's aware of this or forgot about it, but Freaky was not day and date in theaters and on a streamer. No. You know, Halloween ends and Halloween kills were day and date in theaters and on a streamer freaky was day and date in November of 2020 in theaters 
in those limited amount of theaters that were open at that point. Not, you mm -hmm. know, that AMC's and Regal's weren't open. Um, or maybe they were by then. I forget if AMC's, uh, no, they, they were I, in many places. Yeah, yeah. In New York wasn't open LA, but yeah, there, there were many AMC's and Regal's across, but obviously way fewer theaters at that point and, and, uh, way fewer people going, but they were in theaters. Freaky was in theaters and Freaky was on PVOD. It was not on a streamer. Universal didn't drop Freaky onto Peacock at that point. You know, Universal put it in theaters and you had to pay, I think, $25, $30 to watch it at home, which is what, if you remember, Clayton, me and you did that. We we purchased Freaky PVOD to watch it at home. We absolutely did, yeah. And Opening we were, weekend. Yes, and we texted each other about it yes. during it. So, yeah, we were separated. We made two separate purchases mm -hmm. so that we could watch Freaky at the same time in different places. Yeah. And text about it. Those were simpler times in some ways, but also more complicated. Yes. Definitely more complicated. Well, probably more and more complicated than simpler. But so I guess a, a correction there, he's 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 making the correct case that day and date theaters and streaming is a bad idea, but him using Freaky as an example is sort of off the mark. Yes. Yeah. Because it wasn't used to prop up a fledgling streamer. It was used as a guinea pig, that's for sure. One of many sure. guinea pigs, though. There was, I mean, obviously, there were those movies that got their their runs truncated by the COVID-19 virus. So you're talking about right. Invisible Man. You're talking about Bloodshot. You're talking about... What are some of the other movies? Trolls, which was was going to come out, but then was released specifically on PVOD. I mean, those were the all... Anya Taylor Joy Emma. Um, yeah, so those those had truncated releases and then got the, the PVOD. Hunt. The Hunt, yeah, absolutely. Are, How these are the, the, Hunt? the February March twenty twenty movies. But yeah, they were Freaky guinea. Was... They were the first guinea pigs. But then Freaky was a, 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 a in that line of guinea pigs, definitely. Yes, yes. So Freaky, you know. Looking back at what could have been done differently with Freaky, obviously, Freaky could have been a movie that was just fully sh shelved and held till post-vaccination, and you put it out in October 2021, and it probably would have done better in theaters than it did in October 2020. True, true. You know, October 2020, Freaky opened to $3.6 million opening weekend, mm -hmm. and if it had come out a year later... Maybe it opens to $7 million. Yes. I mean, that's what we're talking here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the PVOD aspect of it, people had to pay $25, $30 to be able to watch it at home. So mm -hmm. it's, it, 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 it is a lot more even. Yes. You know, it is real money. It is not people just having to find a login to a streamer. So Freaky in 2020 is not the greatest example of what he's ranting against because Freaky was not released day and date on a streamer. But but uh, again, that is true, but he was not made whole. So that is a thing that I think 
is he really was not made whole. B- blinding him a little bit there. Yes, where, yes. I yes. mean, because he might not have gotten any of that dough. I mean, that's just some BS to use his sort yes. of language. Yes. I mean, here's the thing. Christopher Landon, we are on your side. Yes, absolutely. Firmly on we, your side, sir. We are on your side. We agree with you in your rant about day and date on streaming. We want you to be made whole. Mm-hmm. And if you are walking around at this moment still not whole, we think that is a crime. Make this man whole. Hashtag make Landon whole. Mm-hmm. Um, he should have got a piece of the PVOD. If he didn't, he, he should have. You know, he he should be made whole, for sure. The guy's made some really good horror movies, written a bunch of good horror movies. Freaky's a great idea. It didn't land at the box office because it came out in October 2020. Absolutely. You know, uh, or November 2020 at a time when people just weren't going to theaters and theaters weren't open. So Yeah, yeah. so Freaky got the the short shrift. But, I mean, it was an idea that it's like, how did nobody think of that before? Exactly, exactly. So Halloween ends. I think we both agree it's a movie that people didn't like, so they they went less than they went to the other two movies. It's an IP that's totally fine. They'll be making another one in the next 10 years. Mm -hmm. This IP will long outlive Peacock. Anything else we need to say about Halloween ends? Well, I think we can end with a little email from Reed Bennett. Mm -hmm. Yes. Wanna yes. be a boy, boy read. Yep. So despite buying that $20 deal on Peacock, I did not end up I, I'm sorry. Despite buying that $20 deal on Peacock, I did end up seeing Halloween ends in the theater. Wanted mm-hmm. to see the ending on a crowded Friday night screening. Guess everybody went Thursday because at my local 14 plex, which had it on five of its screens. Only 10 people were in the theater that sat 200, of which two were bored kids under 10 that were doing races up and down the stairs. Wow. I liked it much more than Kills, but not as good as the original or the 2018. Either you go with it or not. Kind of like Last Jedi. I get why people were disappointed. Also, these films should be a tight 90 to 95 minutes like the 80 slasher films. Mm-hmm. Exactly, Reed. But so Reed's Boots on the Ground letting us know what his theater looked like on Friday. And I think that's what you're seeing there. Those people who who weren't in that theater were not at home on Peacock. They were either uh, going to see Smile or they were, you know, whatever teenagers do, having fentanyl parties, I don't know. Yep, but yep. it's because this movie had horrible word of mouth from Thursday and people found something else to do. Yep. I mean, you mentioned Smile just real quick. In its third weekend, Smile made $12.4 million, only a 33% drop from last weekend. This movie is officially a horror phenomenon. Mm-hmm. It's a franchise starter. Smile is now up to $71 million domestic. I mean, I think we could say it. I mean, it's a slam doink. This movie is going to make significantly more than Halloween ends. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I because mean, this Halloween is, ends probably doesn't get to where Smile is today. No. Never mind where Smile's going to end up. Smile is the choice of the new generation. Yes. Right? Yes. Smile yes. is a movie that is the movie of this Halloween season. Barbarian, yep. you know, opened the door and Smile burst right through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, Barbarian, 38.9 million as of this weekend. That's a movie that's going to get over 40 million. On a $5 million budget. Incredible, incredible, incredible success. And, you know, this weekend coming up is the weekend of October 21st. The weekend after that is Halloween weekend, the weekend of Friday, October 28th. I mean, Smile and Barbarian, but especially Smile, are just going to clean up that weekend. I mean, that's two weeks out, but I think we both could predict Smile will probably have a positive uh, uh, hold the weekend of Halloween. Yes. I think that movie on Halloween weekend will make more than it did the weekend before. Mm-hmm. I think so that weekend it could possibly get over a hundred million domestic. Yep. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible, incredible run for Smile. And it's it's we're we're just in the middle of it. We are, absolutely. And 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 we just want to say uh we are going to we got a lot of emails about Black Adam. That is not going to be something we talk about this episode. Obviously, that's going to be on our preview episode. So we have yep. those emails. We've read them. Yes. We are going to talk about them. But yes. for now, we've done it, Pat. So where can they find us? Where can they send us recordings of them vomiting? Only at Terrifier 2. So like, if you went to see La La Crocodile and you vomited, don't record that. Go to the doctor because no. you're probably just straight up sick. No. Or, or it's like... Kids vomiting at La La Crocodile. Kids are going to vomit. You know, it's just their 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 bodies are out of control and, mm-hmm. and they eat candy all day. So, like, don't send us. I mean, never send us videos or pictures of kids. No. Definitely don't send us videos of kids vomiting at uh, La La Crocodile. Please do not. Yes, please don't do not. send us. No, no. We only want video of adults vomiting specifically yes. at terrifier 2. And I'm going to say like 21 plus. Let's not even fuck around. Yeah, yeah, 21 plus. So if if whether it's you or someone in the vomitorium, the person on the video has to be 21 or older, mm-hmm. the person who's vomiting. Don't and if you this- can put an ID and you can cover the picture if you want to, but yeah, like the name hold, and the hold up, number, yeah. yeah. Well, the date of birth. Hold that up next to yes. your head while you're vomiting, yeah. and yeah, send yeah. that pic and then the audio. It doesn't have to be a video. So we definitely do need to make sure you're all over 21 in order to even click that link. Yes, yes. So send us your 21 and up terrifier to vomit media to the Bo Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Also, and this is people have been asking, we are still going to drop an episode in the soon. We will drop the episode where we put all the Top Gun Maverick claps together, our claps, claps that have been sent to us. So you still have time yes. to get your claps in. Email us your claps for Top Gun Maverick, which is back in the top 10, which is why we can't just you know put a pin in this Top Gun Maverick run with a collapse episode because Top Gun Maverick is still in the top 10. It's still relevant. Yes, but we knew this sen- run wasn't over. It's not over, yes. guys. Yeah. So send us your collapse and people to and people to the BO Boys podcast at gmail.com. All right, Pat. Well, we did it. There's yeah, nothing left to it. say. Nope. Except until next time. We'll, we'll smell, smell you. you. At the...